What's up? Welcome to Gimmick Street Wrestling Podcast. I am Funky Sam Medina, and I'm alongside a Chicago comedian by the way of Los Angeles, California, Pratik Srivastava. Hello, everybody. What up, wrestling fans? Hell yeah. Wave. Wave at the audio podcast, Pratik. Yes, <laughs> I'm waving even though no one will see this. Yeah, that's... And also, I'm, in, I'm in show mode. I'm in show mode, whether it's a visual medium or an audio medium. I will wave. <laughs> or I could be waving. We're going to get this guy on a parade, man. Put him on a float. <laughs> Hell yeah. We're also joined by Xavier Vacuna out of Florida from 40 Winters and Leveled. What's up, man? How you doing? Hello. I am great. Happy to be here. <laughs> Hell yeah. Me too. Hey, so uh, I, you know wanted to get together and do a wrestling podcast with a couple cool people. Uh, Pratik reached out to me and then I'm like, you know what? There's, you know, there's not many people cooler in this world than Pratik. So I was definitely on board with that. And I racked my brain. I'm like, who could be our third? And I thought of Xavier because I had so much fun uh, talking wrestling with you in the past. And so uh, I guess let's do this and we'll just, you know, we'll see what happens. You guys, I'm excited. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. We are racking our brains for a couple of days trying to think of some names. Uh, I had some really <laughs> fun suggestions online because uh, I made a post on Facebook. Uh, and uh, a lot of, like, you guys, uh, Pratik brought up a good point. The wrestling podcast market is so saturated. There's so many podcasts. Every and their mama's got a wrestling podcast. And all yeah. the good names are taken. Hell yeah. Yeah, it's, it's like every name we were coming up with, we were like, okay, we got to Google it. We got a flying elbow wrestle pod oh, flying wrestle. elbow we didn't think of that that's a good one. Oh, there's was... there's three of them believe me <laughs> and all of them have like three episodes too so they somebody like started it with a great name and then it just went they were like yeah. <laughs> i know we should just take their names and don't be able to even notice i uh i wanted yeah. to do something like forbidden door just because like it's a crossover because like xavier's the musician and like we're comedians and i thought that'd be super fun but you know what i like gimmick street uh, Steve Austin was living on Gimmick Street. I don't know where he lives now because we kicked him out. But, <laughs> yeah. but hell this yeah. is our non-residential Gimmick Street now. It's a little bit different. <laughs> yeah, this is our house. Like, we just show up and just claim it's our house. That's a thing now, apparently. <laughs> Incorporated. Unincorporated Gimmick Street. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny because uh, on his podcast, Steve Austin would always say he lives at 316 Gimmick Street. And that house was yeah. renovated, so he moved, and then he was living at three seventeen Gimmick Street for a while. <laughs> yeah. I miss, I miss that guy. I miss his podcast. Him and Ted Fowler talking about the tractor and what they were doing out in the in the yard the other day. Hell yeah, <laughs> fucking Austin. Yeah, anytime you listen to like a wrestler's podcast, like it starts with either farming news or like. Oh, I was selling trucks in Florida. They, a lot of wrestlers live in Florida, by the way. So we should, Xavier, you should give us like wrestling updates because it seems like every wrestler moves to Texas, Atlanta, or Florida. Like those are the three cities. Yeah, oh, yeah so much true. in Florida. Tampa, Orlando, South Florida. It's crazy. Yeah. Oh, so oh, you're, yeah. you're in South Florida? Yeah, I'm in South Florida. So all the wrestlers live in like Orlando, Tampa, but I frequent, mm-hmm. you know, as many shows as I can, especially like when I was going to like evolve and stuff uh you just see everyone you know you see everyone at airports they're just always out and about did you go to the airport to see them or did you just happen to see them at the airport no nah, i just happened to see them okay. like i ran into batista once at like six in the morning uh-huh. oh, i didn't wow. say shit though <laughs> huh 
That's crazy. Yeah. You know, it was one of those, like, it's six in the morning. I was like, oh, shit, it's Batista. We, like, locked eyes real quick. Drop of the hat, drop of the hat. And that was it. But I was just like, oh, I'm in the presence of fucking Batista. You know, but yeah, no. I appreciate that. Because you don't want to bother them. There's hell of people there for that bother them. Yeah. No. That's you're, cool. you're tired. You're getting ready to go on a flight. You're exhausted. You're like mad that your Uber driver took took too long to get there. And like, hey, uh, uh, Batista, can you like uh, sign this thing? Like, no. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, they do. They wait, man. And then you see him like selling this shit on eBay the next day. It's oh, of the course. Worst, yeah, man. it's not like a little kid. It's it's it, it's someone who looks like us, basically, just coming. <laughs> yeah, I saw this video from a few years ago. It was Paige. And I don't know if she was at the airport or like a hotel, but she was somewhere like about her day. And this lady came up to her with a binder and she's like, oh, can you sign this? And she had like 10 eight by tens. She's like, can you sign this one? Can you sign this one? Can you sign this one? And Paige was like getting annoyed. And uh, I would too. Yeah. I would definitely too. I don't know if it was 10, but it was. I think, Sasha Banks, a, I think Sasha Banks made a post where it's like, oh, if I'm doing a signing, you can come there. Or if you're like a kid or after the show, but you're coming up to me at like 3 a.m. as I'm checking into my hotel. Like, no, I'm not. I don't owe you anything or something. You know? yeah. And she, of course, got heat for that, I believe. I believe she did, too. Yeah. Sasha Banks is very big on like, you can see me where I'm advertised. Don't see me where I'm not advertised. No. Like the airport. <laughs> <laughs> there should be a wrestler who like, instead of being like, I'm coming to you, you know, Nassau Coliseum, I'm going to be at the LAX airport like that. They just list airports. <laughs> they should just do signings there and just charge people. Yeah. Like a little table, you know, just sit up, set up. <laughs> the table's all set. They just come in. They do like, you know, 30 minutes because they're tired. They don't need to give them a full hour. Do I'm 30 like, minutes I'm gonna, and be like, all right. A layover. There, I got a layover. I'm just going to sit up a table. Or, like, you know, if you see kids, if it's, like, a crowd of people and there's, like, kids, like, if I feel like if I was ever in that position, I'd be, like, I'd sign the kids thing. And then, like, if an adult man had, like, a stack, I'd be, like, I'll sign one. I'm not signing all of these or whatever. Like, you know, you can also say no to all of them. You have to be, like, well, I'll give you one. I'm not going to give you a whole binder full. I'm sorry. Right. I'm like, not going to fucking make your yeah. – uh, pay your rent. Yes. <laughs> Hell, yeah. What's, what about you, Pratik? You travel a lot. You ever seen any uh, wrestlers uh, in the airports the, or planes or anything like that? I wish. Like that? I, I was hoping, you know, I'd run into someone, you know, because I like we went we went to uh, we actually we've done all three this year. We've done the big three. We did Royal Rumble, WrestleMania, and uh, SummerSlam, and I was and all three times I would leave like that the next literally like six a.m. Sunday because all the pay per views this year have been on Saturday, so I would oh, yeah. fly out literally Sunday the next day. So I was in my head. I'm like, oh man, I'm in Dallas at the airport. Oh, I'm going to, I'm going to maybe run into a, an, into like a wrestler or something, or I'll, I'll run into somebody. No, I'm going to Southwest airlines. Wrestlers aren't flying Southwest airlines. So I'm not going <laughs> to, they're flying first class. They're flying, you know, charters. They're not, they're not flying, you know, group C Southwest airlines. No one, no one's coming for me there. <laughs> no, definitely not. <laughs> That's great. All right, you guys want to get into a little bit of a crown jewel? Oh, no, before that, let's get into the news. We got some wrestling news, you guys. Uh, this yeah, yeah, yeah. Not much, though. Not much has happened. Uh, I had something. I lost it. Hey, uh, last night on, on Dynamite, um, Jeff Jarrett made a remark about WWE that I did not understand because 
Um, last time I, I saw Jeff Jarrett like on TV, he was in good standings with the WWE. Did he have some kind of falling out or anything? Because what he said was, uh, Satnam Singh is a real giant, unlike uh, a fake giant in red skinny jeans, uh, produced by a big nose guy or some shit like that. <laughs> yeah, he was the banana. Did he call it the banana nose production? Banana nose is what he said. Yes. <laughs> Do they have some kind of heat? Do you guys know anything? Do you guys hear anything? I didn't hear anything about this. I mean, I, the, I don't. I mean, what I what I would assume, what I gather is, well, Jeff Jarrett was hired under Vince's regime. Yeah, uh, Vince fired Vince fired eight Triple H guys like William Regal and Samoa Joe, and I feel like now that Triple H is in power, Hunter's in power, Paul's in power, whoever you want to call him, I feel like he's trying to make his own mark, and I maybe he's trying to remove some of the Vince guys, you know, and maybe he felt that Jarrett was expendable. Uh, yeah, that's and possible. It sounds like maybe Jarrett was let go. I, I thought he I thought he was going to be, you know, a lifer with WWE, and then lo and behold, he's gone, and then, uh, you know, pops up in AEW literally not even like a month. Like, it, it felt like it wasn't even 90 days, and he was already showing up on AEW. Um, I had no idea he was going to wrestle. I thought maybe he'd be more of an authority figure, but I guess he's, he's booked for a match at full gear already. Hell yeah. I appreciate that theory. You know, I, I don't even, I wouldn't even look at it as far as like heat until, you know, you kind of unravel that, that theory because he just, I feel like got promoted after like resigning. I think he like left, came back to WWE and was doing like producing or whatever. And then it was like live events. And then I don't know where he's yes. on. AEW. So yeah, he yeah, was I like could... VP of live events or something. Right. Then, so very cushy position. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would imagine that he probably, uh, yeah. Out with the old and with the new kind of thing for triple H that, that makes sense. Especially if he, if he made a shot at triple H specifically. Yeah. But also, I feel like their work. Maybe they're also like trying to put on more heat than there actually is. Maybe, maybe there is a friendly camaraderie and like, hey, I'm gonna take a shot of you watch tonight or something. You know, we don't know because we're not. That's there. true too. We don't. Uh, and he has some kind of office position with AEW too. I forgot what it was, like talent development or something like that. Sure. International business development. International. I uh, yeah, I think that's what it is. I think. Yeah. Don't quote me. Something like that. I thought he was just going to talk to the wrestlers so they don't get any more fights in AEW. <laughs> that's that's like, can someone <laughs> control a lot? They can like probably make the stage referee. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Road Dog, uh, Road Dog Jesse James in his podcast said uh, that Bret Hart wasn't a good wrestler uh, and Road Dog is a much <laughs> better sports entertainer um, than, than Bret Hart ever was. But I think he's using those two terms like together when they should be separated because. Uh, Bret Hart's the greatest wrestler of all time. And also he was wrestler. Yeah. Maybe, maybe he's trying to say something about the stick, but even still like there are some great Bret Hart promos. Yes. He is. He the best talker ever. No, but he captivated the crowd, whether he was talking or wrestling, you know, the kids, the kids dressed up as in those fucking, I still remember like in the crowd, you saw those purple shades. So clearly whether he was talking, wrestling, uh, you know, he captivated the crowd. And I think that's the most important thing to remember. Like you could also argue that the undertaker necessarily, he was a man of few words, never was the biggest talker. It was always uh, Paul bear doing most of the work, but who's going to argue that undertaker is not a good wrestler. Bret Hart's not a good wrestler. If you captivate the crowd, it doesn't matter whether you're talking or wrestling or doing whatever you want. And I don't really get why I think Brian James, uh, AKA road dog 
uh, is just trying to, you know, just well, you stir up yeah. some things. This is, I don't think doesn't make sense. Was a great, I don't, I think Bret Hart was a great wrestler, just not a good sports entertainer, which is silly because, you know, Brett, uh, he was a total character with the pink and the black and the, the, the sunglasses, all that stuff. So, yeah, definitely. The foreign know. heel gimmick. I thought he was actually better when he was like towards the end when he was kind of like the foreigner heel or whatever, but face in Canada. I thought that was a good gimmick for him. It that was the great. Best. You know? That was the best. Yeah, I want I want Bret Hart to respond and say, yeah, call me after you win X amount of world titles. Yeah, and are we talking about like, I guess, who's a better, or not who's a better sports entertainer, but was he you know, a better wrestler than a sports entertainer. Where was he on the card? You know, yeah. Bret Hart was main eventing. Bret, you know, Bret Hart was a world champion. I mean, his pedigree speaks for itself. I don't know. Road Dog was great on the stick, but he was a tag team. You know, he was known most for his tag team. You know, run. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. He had a great tag team run, but that's all it really was. And he didn't really do anything. Yeah, I think he did that. a little bit of singles. I think he was in the hardcore title mix for a little bit but that's about it like you know most as the out the new age one half of the new age outlaws and i'm not trying to take anything away from road dog either he's a very entertaining man i still remember you know all those you didn't know you better call somebody you know he, he was he was he was very entertaining but you know to put yourself on the same levels but for no for no reason like also like what is the point like what what is the point now of trying to do it like it's it's years too late it's not like you can build to any or what are you going to see a bret hart road dog match now like no that's not like what is the point of this? no like what are we building to you know what i mean like i know you know uh bully ray will be on his podcast and he'll chirp off at some people but i feel like he still gets in the ring and he's trying to build to something you know Whereas Road Dog's not getting in the ring anytime soon. Bret Hart's not getting in the ring. Time. You're so right. What are we Absolutely. doing? And what's he going to accomplish by, by you know, verbally uh, going after Bret Hart? Just getting heat, views. Yeah. Just getting his name you in know, the headlines. Drumming up the drama, like just playing the game. Could I be guess, uh, we wouldn't have spoke his name if he hadn't said that. But we would have spoke Bret Hart's name. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. It'd be one thing if also it'd be one thing if Road Dog didn't have a job with WWE. Right? It'd be one thing if he was fired and he's like bitter and he's just kind of go airing his grievances. He's back at WWE. He has a corporate cushy job again. So does he really need to be pissing off legends right now? Like I don't, I don't know. It just yeah, doesn't make sense. Exactly. He's an ambassador to the company. Yeah. Like Jim Cornette can say what the hell he wants because he's not tied to any company it's right Russo. now. He can say whatever the hell he. Wants. Yeah, <laughs> Russo too. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Russo says anything anybody else wants to hear. Um, that's a different story though. Um, another news, another news uh, thing that I like um, a little bit of a spoiler here though, for Monday night raw, uh, Nikki cross won the 24 seven title. And when she went into the back, she dumped into a trash can. It was such a funny little scene too. Just like, boom, didn't even matter. Didn't even matter. Anyway, uh, since then on the WWE.com, the title has had an ending date. It's 2017 or whatever it was. I think 2019, I don't know, to 2022. So uh, the 24-7 title is officially retired. Retired. That's good. Yeah. That's great. That's, I agree. I agree. It was, you know what? When the title first came out, I was super, like, against it. It was super terrible. Um, but it was kind of fun. They had their moments where everybody was kind of running out for each other. And it brought a little bit of a different spectacle to the show. But it ran its course. And I do think it was time for it to go. 
Yeah, it was it was kind of I think there was like a raw reunion day where it was like Pat Patterson and Briscoe like got to have it and like legends got to come on do it. They showed up on like sports media, like it was I think it was like on ESPN it showed up or whatever. So that's like kind of cool or whatever. But yeah, like it became a I think gobbledygooker won it one time. Like I think on oh, no. the Undertaker's thirtieth anniversary, the gobbledygooker came out and won it. It's like for sure it but it became a comedy title basically. It wasn't even a mid card title. It was purely a comedy act. And so I'm like, yeah, we, we don't really need it. You know, I think I think also they retired it, correct me if I'm wrong, because I believe our truth is uh injured right now and i know he was a big holder of the 24 7 title he called it the 24 7 intercontinental i-95 he had a whole rant that he said for yeah. it and it was very entertaining you know very entertaining okay. um yeah uh our our truth is the best wrestler ever he's he's a great sports entertainer you guys yeah hey you know yeah. what he might be a better sports entertainer than road dog yeah he's money for his money yeah, that segment with Lesnar when uh, Where he makes Lesnar break. Yeah. That shit was great. <laughs> <laughs> that is forever, man. Hey, don't forget the great Gronk was 24 7 champion. Who was? Gronk. Oh, Gronkowski, yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. You're right. Brief wrestling. There was a period where, like, he retired and, like, whoa, he's gonna come be like a full time, and then that all just went away. Like, we've had we had a couple of those. Like, Kane Velasquez was in like one match and a house yeah. show went away. Gronkowski hosted the the mania inside of a warehouse went away, and then like now it's like we have you know since then we've had like Bad Bunny and Logan Paul, all these cool people show up. So it's like it's just funny who. Three four years ago, who was poised to be the celebrity wrestler, and now they're they're pretty much all by the wayside now, and it's all these like new you know new youngins who who are doing great, you know. Yeah, I don't blame Gronk though because they fired his best friend, <laughs> Mojo Raleigh, hell yeah, aka Dean Mutati. Shout out to Mojo; he got married recently. Wait, did oh, he? congratulations! Oh, no. This year, anyway, I don't know. A lot of wrestlers got married this year. Alexa Bliss got married. Um, Sheamus got married. Um, Sheamus got married. Yeah, uh, I don't know. There was quite a few though. It was it was crazy. Oh, Charlotte got married. Charlotte got married. This is not like the last three. Good year to take time off. I think Carmella can take time off. I think Carmella and Corey Graves got married in the last few months. Sammy Guevara. Did we say that already? Yeah, yeah, Sammy Guevara. Um, uh, Matt Riddle got divorced. He did not get married this year. <laughs> Matt Riddle went the opposite way. <laughs> what a story, dude! Hey, you guys won't look too much like Seth Rollins to be talking about that. <laughs> piss him off! <laughs> piss him off. Back um, to the blonde street. That's a that's some news. Oh, I know. I saw that. I'm raw. I loved it. I was super excited about that. Hell yeah. Um, the national treasure, Nick Aldis, he might be on his way to the WWE. Uh, his contract is up with the National Wrestling Alliance, I think, in January. And he okay. went on uh, on his Facebook Live or something or Instagram Live, and he made some very disturbed, uh, negative comments towards Billy Corgan. And then it was immediately okay. deleted. And since then, uh, the NWA has announced that that he is suspended and he will not be at the next pay-per-view. So there's some beef there. He's gonna, he's uh, you know, rubbing his shit on the couch as he as he walks out the door. I guess. 
Well, uh, what do you I guys him think? On a podcast. What was that? He was on the he was on the Angle podcast, you know, a few weeks oh, okay. ago, and he was kind of talking about, you know, the I guess discrepancies between him and Billy Corgan, and just like creative, and he he sounded and seemed pretty unhappy about it, but stayed super professional. And was like, yeah, just looking forward to like whatever, but. I don't think they've been like on the same page for a minute now, you know? Wow. Yeah, I can see that. And you know, honestly, like looking at the NWA roster, because I, I try to watch a show sometimes. It's not very watchable, you guys. Uh, but I try to watch Power once in a while. And like Trevor Murdoch's not believable as NWA champion to me. Like I feel like Nick Aldis is the only one that really like is believable as champion. Right. Yeah, I think. I know Trevor Murdoch's kind of going for like, I've seen some of the highlights. I know he's kind of he was trained by Harley, so he's doing yeah. kind of the Harley thing. I know he won yeah. the title um, the first time. He wore like the old school jacket. So I know what he's trying to do. It's it's I can take or leave it. I'm curious. I will say I do kind of want to see the Matt Cardona uh, rematch with uh, with uh, Trevor just to see what happens with that. I would mind seeing, but I feel like I, I would I would like to see Matt Cardona uh, in NWA. I think that would be I think that'd be interesting. I think for Nick Aldis, he's done all he can do in NWA. I think he needs to move on to somewhere. I think there's yeah. more there's yeah. more land of opportunity out there. Whether it's Impact, AWWE, I think I think he's just getting burned out in one little place. I think it's I think it's time for him to to move on for his own sake. Um, Where do you guys want to see him go? Because I feel like he's kind of been there, and done that with Impact too. I want to see him go to WWE. I feel like he's in a place where he's he's good enough for that. He's a pretty good talker, and then they kind of made up with Mickey James uh, having her in the Rumble last year or whatever, whenever that was. Right, right. There's um yeah, there's 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 great matchups. Obviously, I think WWE makes. I mean, there's some great matchups in AEW as well, but I feel like the more excitement for him would be. WWE and I think they're fresher matchups in WWE. So yeah, I I, I think he'd and there's also there's some old old foes too. I mean he, he hasn't faced Cody in a while. You know when Cody comes back, that could be a good little. You, who would have thought you'd see Cody and Nick Aldis in WWE having a match? Like, yeah, so be, no, you're right. Really cool. Book it, book it. That's it. <laughs> book it. That's it. And have, right. has he ever faced? Uh, did he ever face Rollins when he was Tyler Black or anything? Like I doubt you know, it. I doubt it because he didn't really his career didn't really take off until like. Close to 2010, probably like 08, something like that. That'd be a that fresh point, match. Rollins was already in Ring of Honor. I don't think Ellis was ever in Ring of Honor. Okay. I do know that uh, that uh, basically TNA had told Tyler Black, "Hey, call us when your contract is up." And so he called him. He's like, "Hey, my contract's up, but I'm actually signing with WWE." So never mind. Yeah, bye. <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking of Matt Cardona, apparently Triple H did some conference call or he did something, and somebody asked him. Uh, would you bring Zack Ryder back to the WWE? And Triple H's answer is no, but I wouldn't mind seeing Matt Cardona in the WWE. I agree with that. You know, people people evolve. You know, like, it's not like Cody, when Cody comes back, he's going to do Stardust or anything. People evolve. <laughs> so, same way, Zack Ryder doesn't want to, or Matt Cardona doesn't want to be that character anymore, and he shouldn't. You know, he's... I think he's doing great stuff right now. I think he should kind of, and I think he should lose, drop the whole like action figure thing. Like, what, didn't he do some gimmick with like he was facing X Pac and then like burned one of his X Pac figures or something? That was a oh, did great he? healing. I about that, but I believe it. There was because he's was big not, like recently. Yeah, like, but again, it's it's a way to he's the dorky guy who had action figures on WWE or whatever. He had that podcast, or I think he still has the podcast. But there was a YouTube show that he had with uh, Kurt Hawkins called like Figure It Out. 
So it's like he's beyond that now. He's not the he's he's not running for the twenty four seven title anymore. He's not the comedy act anymore. He's Matt fucking Cardona. He's fucking beast. You know, present him in that way. You can allude to his past. Maybe I'm. You don't think if he comes back, he's gonna he's gonna have to do some like shutdown of the of the woo woo. Maybe he'll maybe he'll burn a Zack Ryder figure on air or something like he'll do something like that to to rid everybody of his past. I I feel like. All these guys come back, you know, and then they reference their past in like a subtle way, but they, you know, they never, they, they move on from it. You know, like, like Dolph Ziggler had this thing where he was fighting the old spirit squad guys or something in some oh, yeah. angle. You know? <laughs> so it's like you allude to it, but we don't need to see Dolph Ziggler in, you know, a fucking tracksuit again. We're, we're good, you know? So it's like, yeah, have fun with it, allude to it, make a subtle jab at it, but then move on. Absolutely. I do agree with that. I just, I don't know, the name, like, they were like, he's formerly Zack Ryder. Like, I just have to, like, say it every time, I guess. Call him Matt. Call him Matt. <laughs> Matt. Matt Cardona. Or maybe he, the announcer calls him Zack Ryder and he punches out the guy. <laughs> like, oh, that would be that. funny. <laughs> and it's Brandy Rhodes. <laughs> Eden Styles. <Uh-oh. laughs> Eden comes out in the wheelchair with the wig. <laughs> From the game spot. Rolls down. Rips off the wig. Gets out of the way now. Hell yeah. Now, speaking of the gobbly gooker, he could be the gobbly gooker and come back and take his mask off. Uh, but no, I do it I do agree me. though. I do agree though. He is uh he's definitely moving past like being the silly comedy guy, you know, the internet champion kind of thing. Definitely past <laughs> all that, all that stuff. I think he has an internet title now though. It's pretty cool, it's way cooler. Yeah, yeah. It's I remember when he was uh we had all the titles, all those indie titles, he had like eight world titles. And then he got injured, a really bad injury. So we'll see what he does because I think he's just starting to come back, like you know, in the last month or two. It's been a good run. I feel like the past few years, maybe two years, I don't know, like that little chunk. It's probably been his greatest work, maybe. Yeah, no, if that's anything, very he should have left sooner. Yeah, he should have left. But he didn't. Leave. He never left. If I'm mistaken, he was released during the the yeah. COVID. Cuts. Yeah. Yeah. So. Talk about someone who took his opportunity. Like he took this as a, the negative and made it a positive for him. And, you know, good for him. I'm surprised he didn't really go to AEW. He only had a couple matches in AEW. He didn't really do that. He did, uh, yeah, he had a limited run. But frankly, I think it's better that he didn't go there. Sometimes it's good to just, you know, show up on there so people know you and then, you know, move oh, on. Because you can also get lost. You can also get lost in the show. A lot so of I people like do. It, yeah. I, I think agree. it's happening to some of our favorites right now. You know, yeah. AEW is a little too too crowded right now for my for my taste. <laughs> yeah, a little bloated. Focus is like <laughs> they're like unfocused. I don't know. They're focused, I think, on their plan, but not so much like I don't know. They get the signees like look. I don't know, Jarrett. I don't know. They 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 could be focusing on like other talent, homegrown talent, younger talent. Yeah, right? They, yeah, they, like they other talent. It's Soraya's house. <laughs> Soraya's house. We'll see how she does it full gear, man. Good for yeah, her, you know. Clear. That'll, be, clear. that'll be a good test. I'm I'm very yeah. excited for that. I'm excited yeah, for her, for you her. know. Uh this is that she's done this her whole life. This is like what she wants to do, and it was taken away from her. It, we know when it gets taken away from people, that really sucks, you know. Like I'm really glad that Edge was able to well, I hope Edge stops before it's too late, but I'm glad that Edge was able to come back and get some closure, even Christian, because Christian kind of had a, a silent goodbye. So I'm glad that he was able to, to wrestle more and stuff and and yeah, we'll see what Paige does. Even Brian Danielson. Like everybody's getting some second chances here. 
it's always great that the, every wrestler should be able to to walk away on their terms or end on their terms. And we, Edge was definitely one where I'm like, I, I genuinely, genuinely did not think that was going to happen. So that's, you know, that and that pop is amazing. I mean, if you go back and watch that Royal Rome pop, it's it's wild. Um, I'm glad to see Soraya's back. I, I do think secretly part of me does want to see her again in WWE. I do think at some point she should, if she's able to have a one more run in WWE, I think the WWE page with that page music, oh, that'll be, you know, that one pop that return that she did a couple years ago, whenever the, with absolution, like it was tore the roof off the place. It's, it's, it's amazing. So, you know, let's, let's see how she does over. She's like, like, I'm shocked that they like, I would, cause if I was WWE, I would have been like, hey, we have nothing for you, but we're going to sign you again. You're just going to stay home because we need you. We want you here. How did they let her slip away? I still I don't know. They made a movie. A... They funded a movie based on her family, and they let her walk away. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Yeah. I remember she went on Twitch, and she was crying about it, saying that they're letting me go. They have nothing for me. They're letting me go. You know, it wasn't even her. She wanted to stay. Was that of? I don't remember the timeline exactly. Was that Vince? Was that yeah? It was. It was towards the end of Vince's run. It was. It was right before Vince left. And I even read online that like two weeks later, Triple H was on the phone with her, and she was like, "Nope, I'm done." Yeah. (laughs) Sorry, Tony Khan. What can I say? (laughs) (laughs) Hell yeah! All right. Well, the news is pretty light. It's it's fun. Nobody nobody did anything drastic this week, which is always fun. Yeah. Nothing, nothing terrible happened. So let's get into uh, Crown Jewel, you guys. Uh, second WrestleMania. They kind of treat it like Literally. WrestleMania. So nutty. Just huge. Yeah. It's huge. Insane pyro. Just nutty. Nutty. Yeah, I'm surprised. Uh, like we were talking about earlier, uh, there was bomb threats and um, terrorist threats, whatever, from Iran to Saudi Arabia, like rumors or whatever. And uh, I'm glad that everything happened uh, as was supposed to and nothing went wrong. Plan plans went accordingly. Uh, <laughs> I was wondering though, like, okay, are we gonna keep the like, like, if you're a WWE like production guy, are you like, do we keep the pyro on a lower end? Because what if the wrong pyro noise makes people think there's a missile going off or something? So, but they definitely did their usual pyro thing. And I'm also, by the way, I'm so glad to see pyro is back. Remember, there was a couple of years where they just stopped doing pyro. Yeah, yeah, so, they cut it from the budget. I'm, I'm, it sucks. I'm glad it's budget. Back. Yeah, it was budget. Yeah. Yeah, oh, make up that millions budget. of dollars. Yeah. It's so funny because like toward the last couple of years, towards Vince's uh the telling of Vince's run, they were just cutting the budget left and right. You know, they released all those people because of budget cuts and the the fireworks and the pyro got cut because of budget. And it's he would really was trying to make up the money that he spent, I think. That's all those <laughs> He's like, Jeez. Do I want pyros or do I want a new secretary? <laughs> what's better for me in the long run uh so this show opened up uh brock lesnar defeated bobby lashley in six minutes pretty short match um the, the end of this match came when bobby bobby lashley dominated this match um the end of the match came when he had brock in the hurt lock uh and then brock did like a bret hart thing where he like hit the turnbuckle and fell back and and pinned him one two three it was kind of a silly pin whatever uh and then after the match uh bobby lashley kind of turned heel he beat the shit out of brock Moore and and uh put him to sleep with the hurt lock what did you guys think of this match 
a good way to kick off. You know, it's 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 it, you know, no one's going to a Brock Lesnar Bobby Lashley match looking for like you know, you know, a twenty minute. I mean, sure, I'm sure Bar- Brock and Bobby could do it, but you know, there there's big meaty. What what did Biggie say? Big meaty men banging meat. Like it, it's going to be a big meaty men meat yeah. bangers. So they they bang some meat. Uh, it, it was it was good. Uh, I saw Brock turn purple when he was in the when he was in the hole like you know brock brock knows how to sell people people forget that you know so uh no trip i'm kind of like you know i don't mind like i like the farm boy gimmick i don't want to take anything away with that but i kind of like that brock's back to just being brock you know no more tractors no more (laughs) no more farm boy stuff like just get back to submissions and you know technical stuff like show us something cool and uh yeah you know good way to kick off i think hell yeah yeah it was good I thought it was good, and it, it's like I said before we were recording. We were talking about it before uh, we were recording. Like it's just amazing to see how over both of them are, like over there, you know. And it's just they're so massive. Like they, it just the match felt big, you know. So it was good, thorough, and it was solid. Great way to open it. Yeah, I'm glad that Bobby Lashley kind of turned heel because I was like. These are two guys that I love to see as heels, and they're both a baby face. It doesn't, yeah. doesn't make sense. Yeah. Got to get the Hurt Business back together. That was great. Another that be, thing. That would be incredible. I don't think they can. I mean, I guess they can do anything they want, but it just seems like uh, MVP and Bobby Lashley hate each other so much now. On, on camera, of course. I don't think you need him. To me, you don't need MVP. I think you can just do it with Cedric and Shelton. Just the three of them just dominating as a – as a, I don't. I don't think WWE needs a trios title, but but let them just come back and just beat the shit out of people. Yeah, <laughs> um, absolutely. I know. I, I, think I would love is, that. I would love that. Um, I feel like this. And yes, obviously, Brock got the win, a, a sneaky win. But you know, does this set up another another clash for them? Is there a rubber match in the future? Uh, does the oh, rubber match happen in Mania? You know, yeah, they are one and one. So yeah, we we're the, hoping that. When we talked about this match, we were hoping that this would be like the match that they uh, that we wanted to see between these two, where it's just a knockdown drag out, and it really wasn't. So maybe the third match will be. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I'd be into it. We I'd just watch. Give them, we just give them so much hope. <laughs> There's also a story to be told of you know we've never really seen we've seen Lesnar get pinned before, but have we ever seen Lesnar get like choked out or like? go to sleep on a on a WWE program. Maybe that's the story that Bobby Lashley gets. I'm going to choke you out, Lesnar. I'm going to submit yeah, you. He, I'm like, he you put know. him out. He put him out with the hurt lock. So maybe yeah, that's the great. that's the story. He's going to try to, you know, I'm just going to be choking people out and putting people to sleep and Lesnar comes back finally. So, yeah, maybe that's the story. I, I wouldn't mind, you know, I could see this being, you know, a match on a mania or something, you know. Maybe that's where the final clash is, you know. I would love that. I would love that. Uh, in the second match of the night, we had uh, Damage Control, uh, Dakota Kai, and Io Sky. I'm still going to use the saying that name. Uh, they defeated mm-hmm. Alexa Bliss and Asuka to, to win back, uh, become two-time women's tag team champions uh, by way of Nikki Cross interfering in the match. Now, let me ask you guys a question. So they have to cover up from head to toe now, and they look like NASCAR drivers. Aren't these, like, new outfits, like, more distracting than what they regularly wear? <laughs> <laughs> oh man the whole time i'm watching the match i'm just like looking at their outfits going oh that's neat i like how they you know they incorporated the legs and the sleeves <laughs> shout out to the I, costume uh, designers <laughs> yeah i dug the gear it's crazy 
It is crazy. It was a good match, though. It was a good match. And I, lo- I like, I don't know, I'm a sucker for both uh, Dakota Kai and EO Sky. So it's great to watch them work. And it's just, it was good. Good match. I feel like this feud between these girls and these girls is like the most um, invested storyline that I'm in right now in WWE. I'm invested the most in that one, I think. I agree. I care. You know, like it's just like, and that segment they had when uh, it was Asuka and uh, EO Sky going back and forth in Japanese. Japanese on Raw. I don't know if you guys saw that. That was was incredible. I love that promo. The crowd was was into it. It's perfect. It keeps. It, it, it helps keep this feud going, you know, because a lot of feuds just peter out or die out. But between this, between the match at Crown Jewel, between the promo segment on Raw, like it's like I'm, I'm excited, you know, and that and that leads us to what's going to happen in Survivor Series, which is the big war games, you know. Um, and we don't even know all the people in the match yet, which I think is great. There's a little bit of a mystery there, too. So it's not just, oh, well, we've seen three on three, but, you know, no, it's not just three on three. It's five on five. five There's going to be other people. I thought it was going to be three on three, like going in. I thought, oh, it's going to be just three on three, whatever, you know. Oh, they're giving you something else. Wins. But yeah, it's going to be it's going to be really good. In fact, another mm-hmm. little spoiler here. I, I had a little. I said a little prayer, you guys, because on Monday night, <laughs> um, Nikki Cross was in the back with with uh, with damage control, and Bailey said, and I quote, uh, "You don't need to wait till War Games. You could destroy Dana Brooke tonight." And so mm. I said a little prayer. Please don't let Dana Brooke be in War Games. Mm. And so far, she's not so far. They showed a little graphic and her picture wasn't on it. So, so far, so good. We're in the clear for now. I want Dana Brooke in War Games. No, I don't don't know. That at all. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Sorry. I I like the new Nikki Cross. Yeah, the superhero gimmick was, you know, I know the kids were kind of into it, whatever. But I like that she's back just being a fucking like spark plug just coming out and just like, ah, you know, that, that's what we need to see. So and that's good what on she's, good at. he's yeah, writing these wheelhouse. Yeah. <laughs> she's not Molly Holly Jr. You know? The pop though, I was at the rumble this year, the pop that Molly Holly got for her return. And, and it literally was like, Oh, the superhero character fighting the current superhero character of Nikki Asha. It was very entertaining for the crowd at Rumble. It was, it, don't get me wrong. Would I want to see a long standing blood food between the two of them? No, but it was perfect for the Rumble. <laughs> yeah. Which, yeah. Yeah. The Rumble's full of fun moments, I'm sure. Exactly. There, there's comedy moments there too. You know. Hell yeah. I missed out on the 98 Rumble because I was in San Jose and I really wanted to go. I still think. Uh, oh, was it in San Jose that year? Yeah. Yeah. It was the one where Shawn Michaels ended his career on the on the casket. Oh, oh yeah, that was a good. Yeah, yeah. I was at the Orlando uh, Rumble where AJ debuted. Oh wow, oh, that's yeah. one of my yeah. favorite moments when I heard that music and it said "phenomenal" on the screen. Oh man, that was that was you knew. a great moment. What was it like in the building when that happened? Because I'm sure the blue, the roof just blew off. Yeah, it was literal insanity. So we were on the side, like we had gotten moved because we were by like plexiglass. So my friend had like complained. So they moved us to like right under a box. So we were completely sideways, like you couldn't even see the screen. So we were just going off of like the little center or whatever. And dude, we didn't even see it coming in the place. Just it erupted, you know, like I'll never forget it. It was it was massive. Yeah, it was one of those. Crazy. It was one of those pops where like the dirt sheets didn't ruin it. Nobody really knew it was. It was perfect. You know. Yeah, no one saw it coming. Yeah, well, I mean, 
uh, we had an idea because they they did announce it. They then they announced at uh, WWE.com that they were talking to AJ Styles and, and the Carl Anderson, Lou Gallows, and Shinsuke Nakamura. And Shinsuke. Yeah, maybe. I don't know if it was around that time. I think it was. I don't know. Anyways, but yeah, right. that was an incredible, incredible moment. I think the uh, what made that moment really was when Roman was like, huh? <laughs> what music is this? And then, and then yeah. it came out. It was so incredible. Uh, I and read then the camera that. cuts to Roman's face, and he's like, "What?" Yeah. <laughs> like Roman stuck. <laughs> I, I read that that music uh, was originally composed for James Storm. No, yes, I, didn't. I have heard. That. Yeah, I have heard yeah. that. Which is pretty crazy. Anyway, uh, yeah. So, so Damage Control is the two-time women's tag team champions. Um, it's mm-hmm. pretty cool, I guess. Uh, Drew McIntyre defeated Karrion Cross. In the steel cage match in uh, 13 minutes, the end of this match was kind of, you know, I, I, I carry across one of my favorite dudes. I love that guy a lot. But this whole him and Scarlett um, not being able to really beat Drew McIntyre on their own, it's just getting kind of old to me, you know? Like, how many times are you going to be able to pull a rabbit out of your hat and then still not win? But, uh, yeah, so it came down to uh, Scarlett locked the cage because Drew was trying to walk out the door, and then dude just climbed over, and Carrie uh, tried to go out the door, and he just wasn't fast enough. Yeah, it became kind of a, a foot race almost at the end. Yeah, it was. It it was yeah. Now, did they do that because they're trying to get another? Like, they're not trying. I hope this view is done for now because it's just like, all right, did they do that kind of quick, you know, race thing? Be like, oh, well, there's one more coming. You know, now they have one win each. But, you know, do we want to see Drew pin him? Sure. But, like, do we need to stretch it out to Survivor Series? Uh, probably not, you know. Um my guess is probably both of them. Both of them should be on the respective Survivor Series teams or whatever. I, well, I guess I did. They're not. I guess the plan is they're not doing Raw versus SmackDown. So I, I mean, are we getting a five-on-five match? And maybe that's you know. I'm assuming what, that there's gonna be five members of the Bloodline in uh, War Games. That's what I was thinking. Do we do we keep a blood, blood Bloodline versus you know another just faction do we do judgment i mean i hope they're not going to do aj judgment day and you know oh OC you're right they might because uh-huh. they can recruit edge and even they Ray Mysterio really wanted to but then they also have uh who did didn't they debut somebody on rob uh mia yim mia, mia, mia yim, yim yeah mia yim, she's so, yeah but they yeah, can't but... they can't do like an intergender war games <laughs> like oh uh, that would be interesting the man you can only, only fight the like they'll throw like punches, but it'll be like like okay, we'll stay over here and just we'll fight each other, you know. The uh, men in one ring, the women in the other ring. <laughs> stay, stay, you can only stay in another ring. <laughs> then no, it becomes then WWE gets in trouble for gender segregation for keeping oh, the yeah, women yeah. in their own. Why do the men have? To, why do the women have to go to the second ring? They have to go further than the men do. <laughs> Yeah, and they what call it Why War Games we... Mix Match Challenge. <laughs> mix Match. Yeah, you got to tag in when once the other person's in, get out. You know. Yeah, I think Judgment Day would be good, but yeah, they they can't. They have to do some kind of like um, intergender tag team match where like the women fight the women only, probably, and something like that. I but, still um, think um, I think the Bloodline. I was expecting. I was expecting Beth Phoenix to be someone to to be the equalizer for Rhea, Rhea Ripley because in that in that I Quit match it was Rhea who like. Yeah, like a chair. You know, yeah, I think we talked about that. Signed Mia, and so she's really cool. And uh, yeah. you know, hopefully she works out. I'm I'm excited to see her versus Rhea in a, in a big match. I think that'll be really fun. That, 
that'll be good. You know, they go way back. They go way back. To NXT, I don't know. Or people are saying they want Rhea Ripley to also jump into the war games with damage control. I'm like, no, keep Bianca and Rhea yeah, as far keep away. Keep them separated. From... Absolutely. That, that's a mania match. We don't need to see that right now. Like, keep them as far away from each other. Do you guys know? Like, do you guys do. see? Like, because if, if we put Bloodline in the war games, we have to have five other guys, five babyface guys to go against them. And I don't even see like really who it could be. I guess Kevin Owens could quickly put together a team. To face who? Bloodline? Yeah, because he's so he's still mad at Roman from like a year and a half ago. You're right. Yeah, because I'm I'm like literally asking myself like who would they you know who would they go against Logan? Who Cole, would they, yeah? Cole's? Who would they go up against? What's the feud like? They, where is maybe it? Maybe they wouldn't do because Bloodline kind of dominates SmackDown. So would you get like you know would you just assemble a Raw team of like Braun and Seth Rollins and? You know, or does or does Bray? The other thing, the other weird red herring. Does Bray assemble his Wyatt Six team and that faces Bloodline in War Games? You know, but do I you want Wyatt things a, a lot more slow of a burn? Yeah, I don't do think want... I don't want to rush Bray and Roman. I know it's coming one day, but it needs to be a slow build. And I think Survivor Series, it's literally two weeks away. You don't want to rush that. You know? I wouldn't be surprised if Bray's first match is the Rumble. Interesting, yeah, because he's not had a match. He's not done. It. He's not even showing up on live events yet. No, I don't think so. He's just matches. he's just doing this weird Uncle Howdy thing, this weird Uncle Howdy promo. And then he had a promo. I actually missed the. I don't know what his segment was at Crown Jewel. I know he showed up there, but I, I didn't. I didn't catch that. It was more of the same. It was just him coming out. The same. About how great he was, you know, how great it was to be there. And Uncle Howdy comes on the screen. He's like, "You can't run away from me. You can't hide from me." Whatever he says, I don't know. There's so many theories that it's like it's Bo Dallas or Barry Windham. No, no one can decide who he is. <laughs> I would love it to be either of those people. Even even Mike Rotundo. Does he still work for the company? Do we know? Does anybody know? I think he got released. I wouldn't doubt it. But I could be wrong. I think he got released. Probably during uh he was probably like, yeah, during the pandemic. Like, you know how like there were like furloughs you know like kurt angle was released i'm like kurt angle doesn't really get released they probably just put him on a legends deal or something like you just don't have any backstage duties right now and frankly kurt angle doesn't need backstage kurt angle should just be sitting on a beach somewhere you know yeah. getting neck massage absolutely i, I don't want to see him being a i don't want to see kurt angle running around being a match producer you know what i mean like no he should he should be retired and happy you know he should be like an ambassador to the olympics or something something real yeah Hell yeah. Uh, we had a six-man tag team match. Uh, the Judgment Day defeated AJ Styles and uh, the OC, Count Carl Anderson and Luke Gallows. Um, and this was just a classic. Uh, Rhea Ripley is the um, the difference maker. They don't have a woman in their corner yet. Uh, spoiler alert, the next day, Mia Yim debuts on Raw, which is pretty cool. So I'm yeah. looking forward to seeing what happens going forward with this. You know, Judgment Day... It's so boring to me. I'm not a big fan of them. Um, and then on, on Monday night, I was going to turn it off when Judgment, I would change the channel or whatever. But then AJ came out and like, I just, Finn and AJ is just so classic. I just love those two together. They're they're pretty amazing. I think we're building to another, because they haven't had a singles match since like, what was that one? That was God, one. Was that, that, one one. that was, it was like time. a TLC it was and it wasn't TLC. even a build. No, there was no build. It was because it was the entire half the roster got meningitis. 
meningitis. Yeah. yeah. So you had to have AJ come in for that. You all shared the uh, same that's prostitute. So, <laughs> yeah, basically. Uh, and that was also, it was Demon. It wasn't even Finn the Man. So we have yet to see Finn the Man in AJ in a, in a proper single. So if this builds to that, I'm fine with it. Like, keep this keep this going, you know. Wait, do you uh, mean Finn the Human? Yeah. Finn Finn an, the I don't human. know if you've ever seen Adventure Time, but there's a character named like, it's Finn the Human. <laughs> I have not seen Adventure Time, even though I think I have a beard like one of the Adventure Time characters. Is that is that? Oh yeah, I think his is white, but it's the same shape as yours. Somebody said I, there's an Adventure Time character with a beard, but I I, I don't know. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, yeah, no. Uh, I'd like to see. I'd like to see more of Finn. I'm liking heel Finn. It's 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 a different. It's a departure from him. It's still depressing that he was left off of Mania. He did. I think he was in like the Andre the Giant battle royal which wasn't even on mania it was on no, smackdown that makes me so mad that and you know so what sucked mad. is i missed it because we were I, I so we too. went to that smackdown I did too. for the we went to the smackdown for the undertaker hall of fame thing because they did it like smackdown and then hall of fame afterwards and we got there right i'm like oh it's probably not gonna be the first match lo and behold they kick off the show with the first fucking match and i missed it. i'm like god damn it like well, what are you doing I don't like. And it was like six minutes. Mania, it was Mania a battle Smackdown. royal in six minutes, which that's terrible too. Poor, poor book and Vince. You know. Absolutely. Well, now that he's gone, hopefully uh, it'll get better. I want to see that at WrestleMania pre-show every year. Every year. Yeah. Every year. Hell yeah! I remember uh, there was one time where they were trying to do a thing where they had a battle royal in the pre-show for whatever year, like whatever WrestleMania was. That's how many participants were in it. Like. WrestleMania 17, they have like 17 guys in it. 17. <laughs> I know, that'd be a pretty fun tradition, you know? WrestleMania 39. Yeah. 39 Battle Royal. Um, there might be a rumor that there, there's some rumor, there's a couple rumors going on that Triple H is either going to do a 40 person battle, uh, Royal Rumble, or that oh. Triple H wants to bring back money in the bank at, at WrestleMania. At Mania. Yeah, I've heard about the Rumble part. Yeah. yeah, King of the Ring too. I think oh, they're yes. trying to bring King of the Ring is like an actual, actual you know, tournament review, like it was in like '93, '94. Yeah, that would be cool. you know, it would make it mean more, you know. Yeah, it would. I feel it so really bad would. for Xavier Woods. He became the he became the King of the Ring, and then he didn't even get to keep his like his crown went away after a few weeks, and I'm like, what the fuck, yeah. like. He deserved. I mean, at least he won it. He can say that he won. You know, and I know that was a title near and dear to him. Yeah, you know that would have been a great way to just split the new day up, just have them go their separate ways. You know, King Woods and a Big E goes off to be WWE champion and whatever. You know, I think that would have been really good. They just didn't stick to it. And stick to it. You know, King Corbin got to keep his crown at least for a whole year. Woods literally. They did some angle of Roman punching the crown or breaking the crown. That's it. I'm just like, what? Like, I, I got to do that to every, every, every New Day member has gotten like between Kofi getting squashed by Lesnar, between Biggie losing his title and like a you know fatal five way, and then poor Xavier's crown. Like, why did why you got to do the New Day like that? <laughs> yeah, for real. Be, yeah, I think because uh, Vince thinks they're bulletproof. Uh, we had another match. Uh, Braun Strowman defeated Omos in a terrible match, <laughs> seven minutes and 20 seconds. This is definitely a potty break match. <laughs> yeah, the crowd was into it though, so good for you know. It, it, I think 
Jim Cornette said something like, if you're going to do that match, do it overseas where like, it's still considered a spectacle, like two giant men wrestling. So, yeah. you know, it is, you know, I mean, if I'd rather get it here than, you know, <laughs> at actual WrestleMania. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Like main event of night one, Braun versus Omos. Yeah, that match is kind of eh. uh the the new day, not the new day. Uh the Usos, Jimmy and Jay defeated the Brawling Brutes in 10 minutes and 45 seconds to retain their tag team championship. That was all right. I don't remember. I don't think I remember too much about this match. They're the real ones. They're the ones. Um the uh, yeah, I, ones. I remember the match was they're the real ones. Yeah. Um, you know, there's no reason for them to lose the titles right now. You know, I uh you know, I oh, guess there's there's a couple rumors that roots. maybe, yeah, not the brawling roots. Um, you know, I mean, good for good for Pete Dunn. I'm still I'm not gonna call him Butch. I'm gonna call him Pete Dunn. I'm still gonna call Gunther Walter. But like, good for them for getting a big. I'm just happy that Pete Dunn and uh, Ridge, well, Ridge Holland, you know, he, whatever. Um, uh, I'm just glad they're getting a bigger spotlight. You know, because this was like a big thing. You know, this is their kind of their first match without Sheamus there. You know. Um, yeah, but no, I am it happy. Seems for like they were put. Yeah, happy more for Pete than Ridge. Um, hopefully, this leads to more, you know, of a push for Pete. You know, um, more singles, more singles matches for Pete. I, I could see Pete, you know, you know, fighting. You know, just, just give him more singles matches on SmackDown or whatever. Make him make him come to Raw for a little bit too. Yeah, I can't wait to see main event, of, main event of WrestleMania, Butch. And new world, and new world universal undisputed champ, Butch. Butch. My, Butch. my thing about like one one word names, like for example, like Paige, right? If if you're a kid and you see Paige and you Google the word P A I G E, you're not gonna fucking find her. I mean, you might, but like, there's a billion pages in this world, right? But if she was like Paige Knight and you search Paige Knight, you'd find her. Hmm. Same thing with Butch. Butch, yeah. Pete Dunn is just. I don't know the better gimmick, obviously, but that's neither here nor there. Such a good wrestling name, Pete Dunn. I don't know why. Oh, Vince. <laughs> it's very silly, but I liked when him and Matt Riddle were the bro of uh, the Broser weights. Bruiser, yeah, 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 bro. weights. All right. Uh, what happened? Last man stand. Oh, last woman standing match. Excuse me. Uh, Bianca Belair defeats Bailey in twenty minutes and twenty seconds. Um, like I said, this is the match I'm most invested in. This was a really good match, and um, I'm glad that um, Bianca Belair won. I guess I don't know. I, I kind of want to see Bailey as the women's champion right now because the uh, damage control is so dominant. I was expecting, yeah, I was expecting some sort of funny finish. I think we talked about that in the previous yeah. show. I was expecting, like, uh, you know, maybe she would lose a title under some shen- shenanigans, if you oh, will. But you know. yeah, that's right because she folded Bailey up in the ladder and pushed it under the bottom turnbuckle, and then Bailey couldn't get the ladder open. That was kind of silly. Mm-hmm. I didn't really like that too much. Yeah, <laughs> we were expecting a like a crate or something, but no, they went with ladder under her ring. <laughs> it was good. Uh, the, the, the golf, but yeah, the could have been better, but. I agree with Sam. It's it's definitely there's a lot of investment there. You know, Bianca's great, Bailey's great. It's just good. But yeah, I could see Bailey winning, but maybe down the road, you know, like keep building it up. But she could definitely uh you know jump back into like the title picture. Yeah, yeah. And then the golf cart, yeah. The golf cart was was probably the best part of the match. 
that was a lot of fun. And she she drove it down the ramp with Bailey on the top of it. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's already crazy. it's already memeable. So you know you know you know a match is done doing well when it's already been memed a bunch of times. <laughs> and we had a main event. Uh, we had Logan Paul not defeating Roman Reigns for the WWE Championship in 24 minutes and 50 seconds. Um, you know, I don't know. I feel like Logan Paul kind of stood with Roman a little bit too much. He looked a little bit too good in this match. Um, it was okay. It was kind of it was I was expecting a lot more fun out of this match. It was it was a serviceable, you know, big it had that big fight UFC kind of feel to it. Um, yeah. I Logan did his job. He he served his purpose of like we need a bigger name to fight Roman right now. And he did what he needed to do. You know, obviously he, you know, he really, you know, took his body to limit. I mean, what, three injuries coming out of this match, you know, so good for him. Uh, I like the, and and then the, the selfie spot or whatever, where he has the camera up and does the frog splash. Like, you know, it's a creative spot. It fits his brand. It fits his gimmick. Um, so I thought, I thought it was fine, but yeah, like maybe, maybe a little tad on the long side, you know, they probably could have trimmed a little bit of the time off of it, but the big moments in the match for me were, you know, it was fine. Yeah, they showed that clip on Raw too of him uh, selfing the the splash. That was pretty neat. They said I think there's like 50 million people watched or something like that. Yeah, I think they had clip on Instagram or whatever is like you know what like three million or whatever, whatever like the high Instagram numbers are. I guess so. You know, good for him. Good for yeah. social media. Yeah, no, definitely. And Paul Heyman's right. You know, Paul Heyman said you're the guy that's going to bring more eyes to the Triple Chief anyway. Mm-hmm. And I think he's gonna bring a lot of people in. Hopefully, people watch it. We'll see. We'll see. But do we want? Do we really want his fans? <laughs> we don't. <laughs> Spoiler alert: We don't. <laughs> we don't want his fans. You tell that to you know Nick Khan or whatever. He's like, no, we want need all the fans. But you know, yeah, it does. Um, yeah, except it's for Logan Paul fans. And then uh, Jake Paul <laughs> then was there Jake too, Paul. which I thought was pretty interesting yeah. uh, because you know he's not part of the roster. Um, if look, so Logan Paul tore his ACL and his MCL, I think. I think like he strained his meniscus, whatever. He like tore his whole knee apart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, if he didn't get injured though, I could see the Paul brothers going up against like maybe the Usos or something. That's what everybody's fantasy booking is: the the Paul brothers versus that Uso bloodline. I think that, that could be cool. You know, that'd be a good way for the Usos to to lose it. You know. Um, or Zayn and Owens, if that still is a thing. I mean, that would be great because Zayn and Owens have not won the tag titles together yet, and I think that'd be a cool story to tell too. Oh, so you think the Usos are gonna just finally beat up on Sammy and maybe KO will come out and make the save? It could. I mean, I'm if they don't do that, I'm fine with it. If they keep going with the Sammy, you know, you know, Usi storyline, I'm fine with it either way. But if they were to break them up, if if you're gonna break up that, if Sammy's gonna leave the bloodline. Owen should be there to receive. But I think they there's still a lot more mileage. If that Usi segment has proved to us anything, there's a lot more mileage of Sammy being in the bloodline still. So I hope he doesn't yeah. go anywhere, but you know, down the road. I don't know how I true it is, but I read online uh that the whole Sammy and Bloodlight thing was supposed to last maybe a couple of weeks. And he had a big thing for Sammy and Kevin Owens. Um, that's now gonna be kind of waiting because the Sammy. Uh, thing got really over. I don't know how true that Usi. is. That's what I read online. Yeah, it's really, it's really good. I love watching uh, the Usos and Roman break character and just laughing in the ring. Yes, 
<laughs> I love it. I love it. And solo solos because solo has to be special. Like Us Jimmy and Jay can kind of laugh a little bit, but solo had to be like, no, I'm the enforcer. Like you could see like solo looking down. Like solo is it's, so it's cool. A, he is so dope. Um yeah. he's a little brother and he's he's super new uh to the main roster, but he is so dope. He's like tough, he's just like a young Samoa Joe. Yes, yeah, good gimmick. It's good, it yeah. works. Hell yeah. I do I do like the bloodline a lot. Uh, I didn't like him at first, you know, because of Roman, the whole Roman stink, but they really they really grown on me. And the addition of Sammy and uh and solo is just it's amazing. Yeah, you got Heyman, to... Heyman with the little like tight like the little luau's going off in the titles. It's a good picture. It looks good. <laughs> uh anything notable happened on Raw at all? Um we started off with the New Day and the Usos. So that was it wasn't that it was just a promo, it wasn't really that great. There's a promo battle, but a good promo battle. Clearly, they're trying to hype up, I guess, tomorrow or, or SmackDown's match or whatever, you know. Um, and the New Day and Usos have a history, you know. It, it, yeah, there's no, a story. They have, they've had some amazing matches in the past, like years ago. Their Hell in a Cell from a couple years ago is really I was good. thinking about the Hell in a Cell. That spot yeah, where, great um, match. where one of them was in the corner. I don't know who out of the four. One of them was in the corner, and they put like a kendo stick, like, in the cell, and so it was like trapped in the corner. That was that was crazy. Yeah. I don't think no, I don't I would, think uh, uh, I, I would, days in the win. I think I think uh, the Usos are going to take that that reign of being the longest reigning. And the Usos, you don't you don't want them to lose it on a. I mean, I guess you could you know maybe they're try. I, I really hope they don't do that. I think the Usos have. There's a lot more mileage out of them, you know, and certainly they deserve it too. They've been around forever. I mean. There were so many years where the Usos weren't even on the WrestleMania card. They would just end up in the paper or the kickoffs or whatever. So I want them to go far with this. They're doing some of their best work ever. The matches are good. I've been a fan of the Usos for a long time. So good for them. They should keep the titles right now. We don't need to see any, you know, change of titles. Um, but I am excited for this. I, I think there's a program. I think there's a new New Day program with the Usos coming. So maybe, maybe that leads to war games. Maybe, maybe we get like the bloodline and then the, New Day is part of that War Games team that goes against the Bloodline. You know, maybe that leads to that or something. You know, so um, I'm going to tune into the match tomorrow. They did the promo hyped up the match for Friday. I thought they did yeah, a good job. Yeah, absolutely. They did a good job. I wonder if Big E's going to come back anytime soon because he's been out for a while. But you know crying. what? Though? He's not going to come back from a broken neck. Movies. He's not going to come back from a broken neck and jump into a War Games, though. That's probably not going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, maybe they save him for Rumble, you know. I don't know. I, I, I'm ex, I'm excited. I'm actually going to go to this year's Rumble in San Antonio. So I'm excited to see what the return pops are. You know, could it be Cody? Could it be Randy? Could it be, you know. You Is know, it going to be at the Alamodome? I believe so, yeah. Or whatever oh, corporate – is the Alamo known still called the Alamodome? Or is it some, like, corporate company now? Is it going to be the same place it was in in 97? <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, probably but... yeah, it probably is like fuck like Snickers Dome or something now. <laughs> the Snickers Dome. <laughs> the greatest arena is the New Orleans Smoothie King Center. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, uh, the Candlestick, Candlestick Park where the 49ers have always played was Monster Park for a while. <laughs> so, uh, so the only thing that, you know what I was remembering Raw, I was kind of looking at the results. It was pretty boring, like Otis versus Elias, like who cares? Um, but we did have a open challenge from Seth Rollins. Uh, the first mm -hmm. he came out, he led an open challenge. 
the first thing happens when Judgment Day came out, and then AJ Styles and, and uh, the Good Brothers came out, got in their faces, and then it was Seth just kind of walked away, uh, which is pretty funny. Yeah. Seth just kind of, I'm out of here. And that's when, uh, you know, Mia Yim came out and they had this thing and whatever happened from there. Uh, later on the night, Seth came back out and he announced his open challenge is still going because he promised an open challenge and he was going to deliver. And uh, we had Ali, who we thought was going to catch in, and I really don't like him. Uh, he's just, he's an asshole. He, he's a baby face, but he's an asshole. A couple weeks ago, he asked Bobby Lashley for a match and he just like, demanded it and then when bobby lashley said no he stopped him in the face it's like that's not how you get a title match you don't just walk up to me and just demand it you know anyway uh bobby lashley beat the fuck out of uh ali whatever the fuck his name is and then bobby lashley answered the match didn't really have a match bobby lashley just beat the fuck out of seth walked away and then austin theory came out cashed in money in the bank Ooh. on the u.s title hey uh, a lot of people are upset that he cashed on the U.S. title. Let me tell you something. If the tribal chief has all the world titles, you don't go for the world title because <laughs> you're not going to win. And uh, he had he had what, uh, you know, at first he thought Seth was dead. He hit, he hit him in the face. Seth kicked out. They had what was a uh, kind of a back and forth good match a little bit. And uh, Seth eventually got the win. Oh, Bobby Lashley came back out and beat the fuck out of Riddle, too. And then Seth eventually yeah. got the win. It was it was very eventful. It was very eventful. End of Raw. What did you guys think of how this went down? Will I go first, Xavier? Sure. Oh, did you say do you want to? Yeah, sorry. Yeah, I was saying you want um, to go first. I feel I feel like I've been talking over you a lot, so I want to get. No, you're you. fine. I'm, I feel like sometimes we just like go in uh, in sequential, like one, 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 one. You know, <laughs> it worked. We're figuring it out. Um, figuring, it was yeah, great. We're it was, it out. It was uh, it was definitely eventful. Um, it was a good way to close it out. I think it's cool to switch it up. You know, I don't think I can recall another Money in the Bank. You know, getting cashed in for a title other than the world title. And like Sam said, the Tribal Chief has them. It's you're it's futile. You're yeah, not going to go anywhere. Gonna, you're not going to go for those titles. No. So I think it's cool to switch it up. And yeah, it was just a lot going on, but it wasn't like too much. Like it was it was enough sprinkled about with the chaos and Bobby Lashley coming in and out. It was good. Good way to close the show. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. It was it was very eventful. It was very it was it was a good un, unpredictable. You know, it keeps that feel of hey, you never know what's gonna happen on Raw. You know, they need they need more of those moments on the TV screen, you know, because you can't really give us big money matches on Raw, you know. So give us these moments, you know. Um I I just felt that, you know, Seth just did an up open challenge. So it felt kind of weird, like, okay, he just did an open challenge. And then you're going to come out with the money in the bank contract. So it's like if if it had been like, you know, a promo segment and Seth wasn't scheduled to defend the U.S. title and Austin cashed in on him, then it would make more sense. Yeah, it just that's felt true. A little, it felt a little clunky there. Also, he had been teasing, you know, yes, he didn't. He, we, I feel like it was pretty much known that Austin was going to lose this briefcase. I think it's just a matter of how he lost it. I felt he could have cashed in on the NXT championship and maybe elevated that title a little bit more. I think that could, cause we saw a tease if I'm not mistaken. I think there was a, I think right before Halloween havoc, Austin, like, oh, you know, yeah. came to NXT. Yeah, cause he followed Kevin. I thought that would have been cool. 
I also thought we were going to get the, you know, everybody was fantasy booking a three-way between Kevin Owens and uh, 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 Johnny Gargano and, and, uh, and Austin for the, for the money in the bank contract, you know? So I just, I felt like you could have, I think it would have been cool if you'd played that story up a little more like where Austin's like, I'm going to, I'm going to cash in. Then he goes like a whole year, just failed cash ins. You could have done him cashing in on a rumble match. Like it could have been like dumb and just like stuff like that. You know, like there's, I feel like there's so much you could do with this money in the bank that you didn't need to necessarily, you could have made him lose the contract, but not necessarily get rid of it now, you know, now maybe they're necessarily, maybe they're pushing for, money in the bank to come back at um at mania maybe that's the plan but at the same time you know i think there's something to having a money in the bank contract and then the old contract guy still there and like hey like my contract's running out i'm gonna beat your contract and you have a good deal because you have to find ways to make it surprising so i felt that you know you don't want to get rid of this yes so i could have i but that's again me just being the monday morning quarterback or the or the Tuesday morning quarterback or the Thursday morning quarterback or fantasy booking out my ass. But I, I'm not against him losing. It's more just maybe the method in which how he, he lost it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. A lot of memes, a lot of memes about open challenge. I'm cashing in. Yeah. It's, that was a little clunky to me. Um, But you know, yeah, I saw Baron Corbin. Did you guys see Baron Corbin tweeted at Austin like, hey, welcome to the club of losing money in the bank, and it's led by John Cena. So I thought that was, you know, a good way to <laughs> I did see that. Yeah. Initiate that. Maybe um, also Sandow maybe too. Sandow also lost it. Um, I guess Braun lost it too. They did like that hell in a cell, him and Roman, they did a hell in a cell, and this a DQ finish. Like there was no there was no winner. Um now here's the other thing. Could could Austin Theory come out on next Monday and go, Oh, I didn't cash on the championship, so I still have my title. Could he play that game too with the fans? Like, like I didn't actually cash it in. Like, you know, because we've seen that happen before. We that happened with Miz, where Miz cash tried to cash in on, I think it was like a ladder match, and then the next day it was like, Well, no, he didn't cash in. It was it was Morrison who cashed in for him. So he gets the contract back. So do they try to revert and give it back? Or would that be too oh, corny? Right, because and, they can say, well, Bobby Lashley got involved. And so technically yeah. that it, it's a wash. So we will give him the contract back. Do you want, I, I don't know if like I want him to have it back though. Maybe like, I don't know. Maybe, maybe it is now that they did it. It's like, it's done now. We can't, we can't go back and, or do they try to listen to fans and redo it? You know, I don't, I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. Yeah, we'll wait and see. Do you guys think the money in the bank concept is dead after this, or do you think um, it's still going to be something that they do? I mean, if the rumors are true, then they'll do it at Mania every year, and maybe it'll be more of like a spectacle. But, you know, will it get old? I don't know. I like it, but Mania better. I do. Yeah, that idea is better. And I feel like with, you know, Hunter kind of behind the helm like maybe it'll have more substance as far as like an actual run with the briefcase yeah. or or a cash in or losing it you know yeah i like i mean now that hunter is in charge like there's just so many possibilities so it's a different set of eyes different perspective and i think that you know he's a lot more probably willing to listen to people you know <laughs> yes. so i think uh, i think you know we're in for we're in for a good 2023 in professional wrestling. Yeah, yeah there's, I'm there's excited so for many Survivor Series. Can... Oh, Survivor Series will be good. Yeah, I mean, you, you there's there's so much you can do. I feel like 
I think it's weird to say like, oh, let's get rid of a hell in a cell or let's get rid of a money in the bank. No, like, if anything, I think the getting rid of these pay-per-views makes it more exciting of when is the next money in the bank ladder match? When is the next hell in a cell? You know, because if you know the schedule in advance, then it's like the, the mystique is ruined. So to me, getting rid of these theme pay-per-views, it only excites of, hey, you don't know what's going to happen, which we need more. If anything, wrestling needs more surprises, not less, you know. So yeah, I think absolutely. I think this yeah. is a good thing, getting rid of the theme pay-per-views. I'm, I'm sure they'll find a way to add great matchups so it's not, like, just boring. No one was like, oh, man, TLC is around the corner. I'm excited. You know what I mean? Like, no, you're excited for the matchups, not the gimmicks. I mean, I most wrestling fans. Are, I can't wait for know. that chairs match. <laughs> steel <laughs> steps. Do you remember when they had the steel Ooh, they steps? they had his tables on his steps. <laughs> the worst. <laughs> that was terrible. It was a step <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh that i miss the stages though like for tlc when it was just like 20 chairs like hanging yes. from like the stage and ladder cool. yeah before you know, they all that was cool. the same i miss that hopefully they bring that back or something like it you know i feel like that brings a different element to uh the power you know matters. to a pay-per-view or whatever i remember i remember uh in the you know in the 2000s when the pay-per-view comes on, you're like, oh, what's it going to look like, you know? And you're just super excited mm-hmm. to see it. I remember that. That was great. Yeah. I was the same way. I would get so stoked. Like, oh, shit. Armageddon, Armageddon had like a apocalypse. Yeah, Army Tank at the Armageddon set. Yeah. yeah. Armageddon. And they yeah. it. It would be part of a match or something. Yeah, they used it. They threw the guy into it. Backlash had that giant, like, sickle thing. Just like. Oh, dude. Yeah. Oh, man. That was crazy. So good. Hell yeah. Hell yeah! All right, I, uh, I do. Do you guys have anything else to add? Should we just wrap it up with there? Yeah, I'm trying to think if I remember yeah. any. Did we? Did we uh, see anything good on Dynamite? Uh, we talked about uh, Soraya, Soraya, whatever her name is, is clear 100. percent That's pretty neat, I guess. Um, uh, Brian Daniels. Yeah, the card for full gear is match. What was that? I. I was gonna say, like, I think they're shaping up the full gear card pretty. I mean, I'm I know fans aren't happy about Sting and Darby Allen facing Jay Lethal and Jeff Jarrett, but you know, I'm excited for it. I mean, who would have thought in 2022 you'd see Jeff Jarrett, Jay Lethal versus Darby Allen and Sting of all people? So see the thing, um, the yeah. thing about it is like if you're gonna have somebody like Sting and and because Sting is very limited, you know, put him against another yeah. old guy that's very limited, and then we'll just let you know Jay Lethal do all the bumping. <laughs> And, and Darby Allen, Allen. they both Yeah. That's what Ric Flair did. They have a cool Yeah, I mean that. Yeah. We we saw that. We saw that um match. That was that was something. Uh it was just it just looked like two guys beating up an old man, honestly. That was the Ric Flair's last match. It felt very felt very one-sided. But you know, no, I think full gear is gonna be good. You have you have the main event, obviously, Moxley and MJF, you know. What happens there? You know, does 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 Regal turn maybe? Who knows? But you know. Um, and then again, Paige, AK Soraya's return, return match, like what, five years in the making or whatever. So, you know, oh that'll be, God. yeah, it's, it's been a long time. That'll be exciting. Uh, I've always I been hope- a Nyla Rose fan. So I, I think she's what fighting for the TNT title or something. Uh, TBS, the- TBS, TBS. Yeah. Yeah. The Turner title. <laughs> yeah. Turner title number two. Yes. <laughs> so um, no, I'm excited. About the TBS title. I, I, you know, as far as I know, uh, the TBS title is the only title in wrestling for women that doesn't have a qualifying term for it. 
like women's mm. or divas or vixens or you know knockouts or something like that yeah interesting i think it, it is i could be wrong that's one thing I like about it is like there's no like qualifying term to tell you, oh yeah, this title is just for the women, don't worry about it. You know, whatever they, you know, because they always wanted the equality. And like I just feel like uh there's not gonna be true equality in wrestling until they say the men's world title and the women's world title. <laughs> but that's a different day, you guys. That's a different day. Wow, that's <laughs> hell yeah. Uh yeah, um, I agree with John Moxie's promo. I feel like MJF doesn't really know what hard times are. You know, um, but we'll see. It's gonna be a good match. I'm excited about it. And at this point, I feel like MJF has to win because he looks like the biggest bitch in the world if he doesn't win. If he doesn't win, or something schmas happens, it just sucks that the title has been the the AEW World Championship this year has changed hands like seven times or whatever. But how many know. times has it been vacated this year? That's that's part of it too. I'm including that as well. You know? Because of CM Punk twice. Yeah. <laughs> thank you for Joe. Thank you, old age and fragility. You know, it's a terrible. Thanks thing. for bringing um, back CM Punk. Now we have two vacant as two title reigns. Thanks, two Phil. Vacant title. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Phil. <laughs> um, no. Um, yeah, I'm excited. And yeah, MGF, it's it's gonna be it's going to be a fun, uh, you know, I'm curious what they do, you know, how, how the match goes. Is it just you a guys, straight match or is there a song? Do you guys think the uh, the Elite's going to come back at full gear? Yes. Yeah, I do too, because they're really building that I, up. I think so. Do you that, think, that I don't graphic. think they need to come back before. I think they should come back either at the pay-per-view or, you know, the next day or whatever. The Dynamite after. Yeah. They should come uh, out. Yeah, maybe the dynamite after. They should. Uh, yeah. The dynamite after is in Chicago, so it'll be interesting to see Ooh. what happens. They're in Chicago quite and I will be. I will be in town for Thanksgiving that week. They're doing like the dynamite Wednesday, and then I think they're going to film Black, uh, the uh, Rampage afterwards, which they're not always doing these days. They're kind of splitting up taping because they want, especially with the playoffs going on, they wanted like, or the World, World Series was going on, so they wanted a few live rampages on fridays as well so i think they're going to do like you know at the way so the, it's going to come to the wind trust i'm figuring out if i want to go part of me is like has that fomo if i don't go i don't go but i do like the wind trust i like how they set it up for uh a they were at they were at aew was there earlier this year for the punk and mgf match which is still my only time ever seeing punk in a ring live ever i did not go to the united center reveal thing i, I wanted to go to that but i wasn't able to go to that but I like the layout for Wintrust. So uh, yeah, I am I am most likely going to try to go to you know uh, the the AEW after Dynamite, which is also the full gear post show essentially. So it'll be interesting Hell to see yeah. what happens. That's cool. It would be. It would be. I, I I find myself watching Rampage more when it's live. Yeah. Yeah, it's more. It's just, you know, it's just better. Live's better. It is. It is. It yeah. translates. Even if, even if like, I'm not watching it live, you know, as long as I don't know what happens, I guess. It's live. Yeah, I try not to see the spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like if I'm on a show on a Monday night or something, I'll do my best to not look at any social media until I watch Raw. You got to. Like, I almost, like, especially with Crown Jewel, like, I, I think one of the matches got spoiled for me on social media. I'm like, oh, no, I have to turn because I don't want to know. I knew Logan Paul wasn't going to win, but I was like, I just want to be spoiled. And it's like, yeah, you have, you live to turn off facebook you know when you're at a show or if you're gonna watch it on a replay or something because everybody's yeah. posting something or yeah. wwe spoils it too you know that's the other thing they'll just post winners you know on their pictures or whatever. 
And when I when they when they first came out with the network, it was on my phone, and they like would yeah. give me notifications of like who won the matches, and I'm like, what are you doing? I'm gonna watch this later. <laughs> I was gonna watch that. You you just killed your own like yeah. <laughs> I guess one more thing I wanted to talk about uh, maybe during the news earlier was uh, this month maybe like last week or something. Uh, Ten years of the Shield. Wow. Hey crazy because they're like such a new a new era thing you know like it's been 10 years already i can't believe it 10 years that's great it was great because they debuted survivor series right if i'm not yeah they did they debuted survivor series uh their punks hired help and punk didn't know about him because paul Heyman hired him (laughs) (laughs) it was it was a whole thing it was good though and look where they all are now they're all on top of the wrestling business oh yeah it's great they were awesome. Yeah. It's funny how like, the shield the shield kind of died when when Moxley left WWE. Yeah, you can't yeah. you can't do it. I mean, yeah. I'm I'm sure Moxley will come back for the Hall. I'm sure one day they'll be in the Hall of Fame as a as a unit, and Moxley oh, he will come. Wow. Hopefully, Moxley will come back for that. I hope he would. I mean, I'm sure he'll come back before that. I'm sure he'll have one more run. I can see. That. I would love to see another H. Shield triple. I would love he to is... see a Shield triple. Oh yeah. Night. I would, wait, what did you say? Chill triple threat? Chill triple threat match. Just yeah. one more night of yeah. Moxie could like be on loan because apparently he signed that big extension. So Oh, yeah, you're right. Long. He signed for like five years. Mm-hmm. That's true. You're right about that. Dang. That's great. I, I don't think he'll be wrestling longer than five years. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. if, he's doing, if he's blading every night, he definitely is not going to be wrestling for that. <laughs> Hell yeah. All right, you guys, let's, let's wrap it up here. Um, you guys want to go ahead and give your social media? Where can people find you, uh, Pratik? Yeah, uh, at Pratik Comedy. That's P-R-A-T-E-K Comedy. Uh, PratikComedy.com is my website. I got dates coming up. I have a web series called Neurotic by Nature. I have an album out called Nick and Sheila's Kid. That's available you know, on all social media platforms. Check that out. And uh, yeah, just follow me there. Thanks. Hell yeah. Xavier, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter at Xavier Venom. You can find me on Instagram at Lord Xavier. Find me on Facebook. Find me on YouTube. My link tree is there and it has all my bands, my music. We are playing, uh, Leveled playing a show January 20th in Orlando at the Haven. Just plugging that for now. Hell yeah. And uh, yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. You can find me at Funky Sam Medina across the boards. I ain't got shit going on, so I'll be here. <laughs> <laughs> You might have shit going on. I, I kind of, I have a little bit of shit going on, but not too much, not enough. Yeah, 